I'm in Jakarta on a train going out. A brown man sits next to me, Abram. He says he wants to listen to my headphones. I give him a taste of that Detroit slum village. He digs it. He asks me, where do you go? Nowhere. Then maybe you come with me to the village. And I'm like, cool, let's go. We get off the train. I climb into a decrepit van up and down mountains, clawing the edge of cliffs, top speed. The van stops in the front of wood houses and the people know Ibram, he's the big man. We get to Ibram's house. A real pretty lady comes out and sets up a mat. Ibram sits down on the mat and doesn't move for days. People gather to ask advice, favors, and to talk. Sometimes they leave them cloth or chickens. I wander to the village, play with the kids, eat fruit, go to cockfights, and drink up Ibram's palm wine. I'm having a ball. Then one afternoon, a silver truck pulls up with a bunch of men in the back. They're agitated, hollering. They carry one guy off. He's screaming, legs and arms frozen stiff like a board. He cannot move. The shouting gets desperate, shrill, pleading. And finally, Ibram explains to me, this man has been cursed by a witch. They want me to fix it. Right. They lay the screaming, frozen man on a bench. Ibram cuts the man's t-shirt off with his knife. The man's quiet now. Ibram takes a long swig of the palm wine, swishes it around in his mouth, and takes another and sprays it at the guy lying on the bench. Ibram reaches in a basket, finds some amber paint, digs his fingers into it, and splashes red marks on the man's back. He rolls something that is not a cigarette, lights it and paces around the man, blowing the smoke at his back. Ibram's movements get faster and he's bobbing his head back and forth like a chicken and finally he starts cawing, cawing, cawing. He puts his nose, his nose sniffing right up against the man's painted back. He's looking for something. And he grabs a clump of skin near the base of the man's spine hard. Ibram howls, the villagers howl, eyes pop in wonder he pulls a three-inch-long, rusty nail out from the man's back and tosses it into an aluminum coffee can. Ibram, sniffing, bloodhound, dives again at the man's back, pulls hard, rips another nail and another and another, grabs the skin and pulls a long, slimy piece of entrail from the man's back. People are clapping their hands over their faces to escape the horror, but Ibram relaxes now. He's relaxing, the smiles back on his face. The crowd exhales. He helps the young man to his feet, rubs his legs and his arms. Finally, the man is dancing, then he's surrounded with his cheers and hugs. The posse thanks Ibram. They're so grateful, they give him gasoline and chickens and rice and they jump back into the truck and they scream curses at the witch and roar away. When the congratulations are over, I say to Ibram, brother, that was amazing. But you know what? I used to do a little bit of magic myself. 
I saw you palm those nails. And what was that other thing? Intestines? Why'd you trick them? Trick them? Trick them? Should I instead rob them of their story? Listen. Never ever take someone's story. Hey, Snappers, if you text the number 20222, that's who you're texting. Text them one word, SNAP. You'll get a message back from our partner, PRX. Text back yes, and just like that, you've given us 10 bucks. We appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thanks.